You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face. What we got here is a failure to communicate. Oh, have I got your attention now? Breathe, for lack of a better word, is good. You know what I mean? Money to be made in a place like this. Money never sleeps, pal. You're crazy. Don't run when you lose. Don't whine when it hurts. You know what it takes to sell real estate? It takes brass, 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 brass. I'm falling, and I can't get up! All right, welcome to Money Never Sleeps. This is a show where we talk about anything and everything that impacts the flow of money from around the corner to around the world. And what I want to talk about today is what we what was transpired. I've been speaking about this for weeks, ever since uh, Tesla and Elon Musk, they uh, took down $1.5 billion worth of Bitcoin. Uh, you know, the guy, he he's not doing it for nothing. Okay, there's something else that that was behind it, and and I and I said it when he kept pushing the teeny tiny coin, and he kept talking about this. You know, the guy is a man of action, and he is looking to have an impact, and he has by allowing uh, you to utilize Bitcoin to buy a Tesla. All right, and this is the big thing because now you can actually use. Bitcoin to buy a Tesla. Now, here, here are some of the things that are going on there, okay, um, that I, I find interesting. Uh, what they've done, they built, I, I guess they developed their own platform to perform these transactions so that, you know, they, they can't uh, have any duplication of a transaction, you know, even though uh, on Bitcoin itself, it's impossible. However, you know, the time it takes for a transaction to clear um things happen and and they you know and if you have a third party application that's processing this then the potential for disaster is there so he took it upon himself got his guys together developed something that's in house now here goes the, the the thing about it as you see the the rise of the ntfs i mean the nfts not ntfs <laughs> the nfts uh basically these non-fungible tokens they're 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 out there and they're representing everything from any type of digital asset, you know, from trading cards to artwork and so on and so forth. Everybody's getting in, in, into the game. And the thing is that people really, I don't think they understand uh, the, uh, the deal with the NFTs. Okay, and I don't think that I think it's right now you're 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 you have a little bubble that's going on and it's about to burst because, you know, buying a, a piece of digital art is all is fantastic. However, what other rights do you have? And the, the legality of it is going to come into play. What rights do you have? If you get if you have a piece of art, a digital piece of art from someone, what rights do you have? Do you own it solely? No one else can reproduce it or do anything about it, you know, or do anything with it. Is that the case? And if it is the case, then you have value there. If you just have that digital piece to say you had the first, it's bragging rights and no, no, nothing further than that. So uh, unless you you have prints of things. That's a different story. But anyway, I'm getting off track. I want to get back to Tesla and Bitcoin and how Elon Musk created a utility. Granted, there are other organizations, other, you know, uh, retailers and, and so on and so forth that accept Bitcoin as payment. OK, but having that scattered and random, it, it's it doesn't give the, the utility of for Bitcoin or for any cryptocurrency for that matter. 
Okay, having an organization that accepts a cryptocurrency across its entire system is big. It creates utility. This is what Tesla has, this is what Elon Musk has done with Tesla. He created the utility. Now you have something that is just a little bit different. Okay, now how is that going to work out? You know, I don't know his internal workings. I'm assuming that he may even come out with something internally for themselves to to perform these transactions, you know, as far as a, a digital asset, uh, which would make sense to keep everything um, flowing nicely on his end. And what he did state is that the Bitcoin that is being utilized for these transactions are not going to be uh, uh, converted into fiat currency. Okay, so it's, you know, so they're looking to hold that in-house. Okay, now how the investors are going to feel about that, I don't know, you know, but if people start utilizing it for that purpose, you know, then, uh, well, then I think it opens up another door for a lot of different things. Uh, it's, It's a new world, the digital realm is here to stay. It's not going anywhere. You're going to have like bubbles with these uh, non-fungible tokens. You know, the the reality of it is that that, and, and I'm, I'm going to have to do a whole show on this because some things don't make sense to me. Uh, you know, and there was a, um, a digital home that was purchased for, uh, what, about a half million dollars recently. Okay. Now, People said, that's crazy. What, what can you do with it? But up, about, and so on and so forth. The reality is when you have something like that, the creator of that, okay, when they sold it to that buyer, the buyer owns it, period, Dan. They own that digital house. They can do, they can put it wherever they want to put it. Okay, so there's some value to that individual for that. It's not like the creator can go and take that and duplicate that house. That's a one-off original, and and that's it. So this this there's some value to them, uh, but when you have something that can be reproduced over and over again, what's the value? You know, like a piece of art. If you have prints and they're there, yeah, you can you can you can have an, an NFT and you can have a limited number, which you can make it a collectible, and that's great. But if you have a piece of digital art that goes out there, and you're selling the digital art as a one-off. Okay, as a, as a as an original digital piece of art, and if that buyer who's going to buy it doesn't can't do anything with it other than hold it to have bragging rights, then there's something fundamentally wrong there. You know, they should have the rights to reprint it and and do a number of things so they can monetize that asset. You know, it's not, it's, it's, again, I'm going to do a whole show on this because I think I need to, and I'd like to bring on some people to speak about it. Uh, but look, you know, Bitcoin and what Elon Musk has done is very interesting. It changes the field a little bit. Okay. And people should take notice. I said this a month ago. I said it when he first did it. You, you, the, people are not paying attention. I think now they're going to start paying attention because he is making a fundamental change with how cryptocurrency is perceived. And if and if you have a cryptocurrency that's being utilized for something, it has a utility. Not utilized in, in one store or two stores, but utilized you know, within a, uh, a company like Tesla. 
you know, let's say if, if GM was to utilize it or or or, or a company uh, with an ecosystem, you know, utilize and a digital asset to make purchases across the, the system, you have value. You have true value there. Now, here's something that you may not know. For you Bitcoin holders out there that bought Bitcoin at 10,000 and now it's at 50 and you figure you want to go buy a Tesla, keep this in mind. If you're in the US, okay, first, the moment you take that Bitcoin, that crypt, that Bitcoin and you utilize it to purchase that car, you suffer a tax consequence right then and there on your profits from Bitcoin itself. Now you have to pay the tax on the car. So keep that in mind as you're doing this. If your cost basis is, is a little closer to what the Bitcoin is right now, then you're just you know, worried about paying tax on the car. But it can be a double whammy. You may not be aware of it, but just keep that in mind that you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna get hit with a hefty tax on the way out of your Bitcoin. And then you're going to get taxed for whatever the vehicle tax on, on, on a Tesla is. Uh, just wanted to bring that up so that, you know, you, you have some uh, awareness of that because they're not talking about that, but they should talk about that. Uh, but again, going back to what Elon Musk said, great thing. I think it's going to change the scope of things, how it's, how cryptocurrency is viewed and what can transpire and the possibilities as you move forward. As far as the NFTs, you know, just be careful what you're getting involved with. You know, you have, uh, you know, you have a lot of, and I see it, a lot of celebrities, a lot of notables, they're, they're issuing NFTs for their artwork and they're making millions and millions. You know, I, again, what the, what the dynamics are with it, I don't know. If the buyer has rights with that art, if they have rights there and they're able to monetize it in some way, you know, or it can't be monetized at all by anyone else but them, they may not be want they may not want to monetize it, but the bottom line is they if they're buying it, that that's like buying a car, a kit and caboodle. Okay. Uh, you know, if you buy a car, you don't want someone else to come and say, hey, you know what? You bought the car, but you can't drive it. You bought the car, but you can't park it there. You know, it's, it's yours. You bought it. You own it. So you can do anything you want with it. That's what it should be. So we'll see how all this uh, maps out. Um, but I, I do want to do a show on this. Anyway, um, I think that's about it for this edition of Money Never Sleeps. And I want to thank you guys for tuning in. I know this was a little quick thing and I, I was just focused on what Elon Musk did with Tesla and and what's happening there but I think it's important because there's a fundamental change that's going on and you have to pay attention you have to pay attention you know you can have cryptocurrencies that are going to be rising up because they have utility and that that's the thing when I had mentioned I was talking about ripple and the ripple effect um the reality is is that XRP you know how it began is what they, you know they should be looking at, but if they're if they're questioning the utility, they can't. There's something there. They have. I mean, it. They, they obviously, you know, they have things going on. They've created technology which is fantastic, but you know, if they're looking at how they how everything started, you know, then they may have something going on there. But I don't think that they should be crucified so much that is going to 
is going to wipe out their innovation. Uh, that, that wouldn't be good, not for anyone. Uh, as we move further into the to the digital realm, you know, I mean, look, they can't, they made a, they made a deal with MoneyGram. Okay. You know, they had things going on. I don't think that they should suffer too much for that. Okay. Maybe a big fine, you know, but kind of having them hit a brick wall, not a good thing. I think that uh, the powers that be should really think about that. You don't want to kill innovation. Anyway, that's about it for this edition of Money Never Sleeps. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll be back with you for the next show. Initiating shutdown sequence. You're listening to UCW Radio in your face. What is your major malfunction? So let it be written. So let it be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you. All opinions expressed by Luis Velasquez on the Money Never Sleeps radio show and its website are solely his opinions and do not reflect the opinions of the UCW radio show or their parent company or affiliates and may have been previously disseminated by him on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed by him as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his opinion. His opinions are based upon information he considers to be reliable, but neither the UCW radio show nor its affiliates, parent companies, and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. The UCW radio show, Louis Velasquez, its affiliates, parent companies, and or subsidiaries are not under any obligation to update or correct any information provided on the radio show or on the website. His statements and opinions are subject to change without notice. No part of his compensation from the UCW radio show is related to the specific opinions he expresses. Please read the full disclaimer on MoneyNeverSleepsRadio.com.